Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. Our next guest is from a famous basketball family. We watched him as a sharpshooter in his playing days here at NC State. He was a Wolfpack assistant coach, an incredibly successful head coach with the Dayton Flyers, and he now wears the colors of the Indiana Hoosiers. He's in year one. He is hosting the number one Duke Blue Devils tomorrow night in Bloomington. Archie Miller, welcome back to the David Glenn Show. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. It's great to have you, Coach. Uh, we think of Indiana basketball, we think of like Bob Knight and the red sweater way back in the day. What What is your signature through these early months or this first year of uh, wearing that shade of red? <laughs> well, uh, certainly, there's, certainly there's a lot of tradition here, and um, you know, we're trying to embrace it and, and, uh, and get our you know, identity, our way of doing things sort of established. And uh, we're at the very beginning stages of it, to be quite honest with you, and going to take some time but um you know as i think as most people know it's it's a great place to coach basketball i picture you coat and tie most of the time i cannot picture you wandering around in a red long sleeve sweater right probably not a long sleeve sweater but if i could i probably wouldn't 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 wear a suit during the game if it, if it wasn't protocol it seems like nowadays but uh yeah the sweater's not me Archie Miller is joining us. Follow Coach on Twitter at Archie underscore Miller. What is involved in changing a culture, Coach? We watched Tom Crean. We watched others before him at Indiana. Uh, how long is that list as you're trying to build something uh, the way you did maybe at Dayton? It takes time. You know, I think you, know, you, you inherit um, you know, certain players that in many cases have been here for three and in their fourth year. And, uh, and then you also inherit young players, freshmen and sophomores, who now have to you know, get indoctrinated to college basketball. And, and in some, some ways you have to reprogram sort of every phase of, of the year, not just your off-season or your in-season. Just It seems like it's 365 days that uh, you, know, you have to make everything about that uh, you know, culture or that day-to-day -day operation you know, become their way of life. And, you know, we're not even six months in, so it, take, it takes time. Uh, it takes players, and it takes development, recruiting, the whole deal. And I think, you know, over the course of time and our time at Dayton, you know, I think we had, you know, a good, uh, a good start. But at the end of the day, we didn't – we weren't able really to cash in and, and have a way of life until probably two and a half, maybe even three years in. Archie Miller is joining us on the David Glenn Show. As you try – uh, it seems like a really uphill battle tomorrow night to take out number one Duke. ESPN 930 for those who want to catch it on TV, part of the ACC Big Ten Challenge. I am reminded of another game that was played recently, Coach, between your alma mater, NC State, and your brother's team at Arizona. And the Wildcats were number two in the nation, and the Wolfpack of Kevin Keats at that point, shocked the world and took him out. Uh, are you having fun with this visit from, you know, the GOAT, Mike Krzyzewski, a possible number one NBA pick, Marvin Bagley III, a senior All-American candidate in Grayson Allen? How do you describe this challenge internally? Because we all know upsets happen in college basketball, but we also know those Blue Devils are number one for a lot of really good reasons. Well, yeah, I mean, I think this is why you want to be at a place like Indiana. You have the opportunity to host you know, Duke and the Big Ten Challenge, and it seems like, you know, with Indiana's brand, you're always going to have a North Carolina who was here a year ago or Duke or at Duke or at North Carolina. Uh, those are the matchups that everyone wants to see early in the season. So, you know, one, you embrace that. You embrace the ability to represent Indiana. That's the most important thing. Secondly, you know, at one point in time, you can you can obviously start to focus in on Duke when it, when it matters to the game, but we're so entrenched on just trying to get better at what we do and understand that the, the better at the things that we do, the more chance we have 
of being successful regardless of the opponent. But Duke obviously is very, very uh, talented. Um, being able to watch them uh, here early in the season versus tremendous competition. Um, you know, they're, they're the typical Duke in terms of their passion, how they play for one another. They have great talent. They're also very young, so you're looking at a team that's going to get even a lot better, as scary as that may sound. So their number one ranking is hard-earned so far, and uh, they've played a lot of games and put a lot of miles and uh, on their team. So coming in here uh, on Wednesday night, you know, hopefully our arena will give us a boost. Hopefully our team is focused uh, at the end of the day playing. You know, we think it's probably a team that can win it all. Your dad was a famous coach. You and Sean, of course, are now high-profile Power 5 coaches. What is more likely to lead to a phone call from one brother to another, a really big win or a really big loss? Probably, you know, I'd say equal. You know, we kind of talk uh, regularly after practices and, and, and games. I think, you know, sometimes when you're losing, that's the most comfortable call uh, to yeah. take because, you know, the one thing you do when, when, when you go through some ups and downs during the season, you know, you sort of forget to enjoy the wins, but you really, really, you know, dwell on the losses. Those are the things that bother you the most. It sticks with you because, you know, you're working really hard and, and hopefully some of the corrections that you have to make along the way, you can do it. But uh, sometimes when you're losing or at least you have a bad run, you know, the most comfortable call is the one that comes from somebody who's going through it. So I'd say those are the ones that are pro uh, probably a little bit uh, more refreshing to get. You know, after the big win, obviously, uh, yeah, everyone's excited then. Archie Miller's joining us on the David Glenn Show. He actually worked under Sean for a while at Arizona before going on to be a head coach at Dayton and now Indiana. The Hoosiers hosting the Blue Devils tomorrow night, 9.30 on ESPN. Your playing days at NC State are a pretty distant memory for you at this point, but is there anything you recall as you look forward to facing Mike Krzyzewski coach-to-coach -to -coach tomorrow night? Is there anything you recall from your Wolfpack playing days going against the, of course, Coach K was the coach at Duke then as well. Is that too far in the past, or do you have a, a fond or fresh memory or two? Well, I mean, I think you always have a fond memory of your playing days. Those are the things, you know, regardless of whether you're coaching or not, you know, playing the game was so much fun that, you know, eventually it comes and goes. But you always remember the games that were played, the players you played against. And, you know, when it comes to Duke, it was always the amazing talent that they have, uh, but also how – uh, you know, hard they played. You know, there was a reason that they were able to be uh, number one and, and, and go into those environments in the ACC and, and deal with probably the most hostile environment every night. You know, sometimes, you know, you get that one game where it's a big game on someone's schedule. Yeah. They're everybody's big game. And the way that they respond in those moments over the course of, you know, my time playing there or even as the decades have gone speaks volumes about, you know, uh, their excellence. And, uh, you know, you can't do what they've done without tremendous effort in, in what they do. So I think that's the thing that stands out the most about them is, yes, they're talented. Everybody knows how well coached they are. But, you know, how hard they play and, 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 and the ability to take on everybody's best, best punch, you know, not for just a couple seasons, but quite frankly, probably the last 30 is, is impressive. If we go all the way back to when your dad was a young coach, I could probably picture a scenario where somebody says, man, your opponent tomorrow night has four freshmen in the starting lineup. You should be able to pound them, right, Coach? I mean, fast forward to 2017, yeah. you, you are facing a Duke team with four freshmen in the starting lineup, but this is a different animal in 2017, right? Yeah, it's, it's a whole different uh, ball game, you know, nowadays. I think, you know, 5, 10, 15, 20 years ago, a couple freshmen on the road for their first road game, you'd be looking at that saying, hey, you know, that's an advantage for us. In this day and age, these kids are so exposed 
to the limelight with television, uh, the competition level they see growing up, and then, you know, uh, with the one-and-done type of players like obviously Duke has had or uh, Kentucky has had or uh, some early entries, these kids are ready to go right away. And um, if you just look at the competition level and the environments of the PK-80 that they played in, the Michigan State game in Chicago, the environment they're in, they've already been in championship level and in many ways almost NCAA tournament environments when you watch the game. So, you know, they're they're well, well uh you know, versed in, in, in this type of day and age of how to handle those type of environments. Even as you're ho- uh, focused on your Hoosiers, you have to at some point bring up in the scouting report Marvin Bagley III, who might be a number one overall NBA draft pick. How do you even describe the challenge of going up against a guy who's that tall, that athletic, and that skilled? Yeah, he's, he's a very unique player. Uh, you try to compare him to some of the guys that you've seen play, and there's very few that I like him. You know, he's so gifted, you know, rebounding the ball on both ends of the floor. Uh, he's so talented facing the basket and in and around the basket. You know, it's almost automatic. And you start to look at some of the numbers that he's putting up. It's, you know, it's sort of like video game numbers. You know, yeah. the guys that have done that in college have obviously went on to be very, very successful in their time, you know, after college. But, you know, if you look at Duke in general, it's not just him. You know, you have Grayson Allen, who if, if it's not player of the year 1A, he's probably could essentially be one be and uh, you know he's going to lead those guys in big moments like he did against Michigan State. Duvall is going to get a lot better as the season continues to go. He's already running their team, and then you have Trent and Carter, uh, who are coming in with big names. Who, if they played anywhere else, they wouldn't be option probably three or four. So they got a lot more than uh, Marvin Bagley, but uh, make no mistake about it, there hasn't been a more impressive player in college basketball to date than than him. You probably have tunnel vision, but do you have any sense at all? what the campus is like in anticipation of this rare visit from Mike Krzyzewski or the number one team in the nation or Marvin Bagley or any of that stuff. I know you've had other home games, but this is a different animal. Well, this will be a different animal for uh, you know our staff and our team. This will be the first game with this type of caliber opponent, and I think uh, these type of caliber opponents in the in past has brought the best out of Assembly Hall, which is, if not as good as any, uh, it's right up there at the top of any venue. Um, I remember a year ago watching North Carolina uh, play Indiana, you know, just on television, maybe even the same time with the Big Ten Challenge, and I was just at Dayton watching the game and uh, kind of checking out the environment in there and said, you know, what an incredible place to play, and uh, you know. For us, hopefully our environment tomorrow is, a, is an added uh, bonus. We're going to need everything we can. But um, they're not accustomed to great environments or great opponents here. As the head coach at Indiana, if somebody asked you your favorite all-time basketball movie, are you contractually obligated to answer Hoosiers? <laughs> uh, I mean, Hoosiers obviously would be up there number one. Um, and, uh, you know, if, you, if everyone goes back to the movie Blue Chips, there was a heavy Indiana presence. In yeah, that there movie was. As well. Yeah, well, the other one as well. But Hoosiers obviously is the one that resonates the most with the, with the great state of Indiana. Have you watched that movie since you became the head coach at Indiana? I can't say I have. I haven't watched a whole lot of movies in general. I would so think not. No, no disrespect, yeah. No, do, do kids today still appreciate that movie? Probably not as much. Um, probably not as much as, as the decades continue to go. They get a little further away, but it's obviously one of the great sports movies of all time. His name is Archie Miller. What's it been like moving to Indiana? I know you're, you're, you have family and friends probably closer there than you did at some of your other stops. Well, yeah, you know, change is inevitable. I've moved a lot over the course of my career in coaching. Um, I was very fortunate to have that great stint at uh, Dayton yeah. and uh, all the great people there. It was 
it's never easy to change. Um, and then once you do change, you sort of get acclimated very quickly with your new surroundings, the people, uh, Bloomington, Indiana, our campus life. So you're you sort of always involved with it. Change takes time, though. You know, I think it always takes your family, you know, a good amount of time to figure out, you know, uh, the way of life that, that now is new. And, uh, you know, you have uh, either young kids that are now going to new school. So I think it takes some time with the uh, relocation. But Bloomington's been a very welcoming place, and I knew it would be. As you build the program, if you need a if you need a signee from in or near the state of North Carolina, we will repeatedly say nice things about you here on the statewide <laughs> David Glenn show. So I don't think that's even an NCAA rules violation. I'm pretty sure we're allowed to speak freely along those lines, uh, and we certainly will do that for you, Coach. Thanks for all your visits over the years. Yep. Good good luck uh, against the Blue Devils tomorrow night. Thanks a lot for having me. You got it. Thirty nine year old Archie Miller. Can you imagine being? The head coach at one of the most prominent programs in college basketball history before you turned 40 years old. He did a great job at Dayton. A lot of folks thought he was holding out. Well, some NC State fans were hoping that he was going to take the state job at one of these uh, openings in that coaching car- carousel. That was never a realistic possibility. But a lot of folks thought that during his success at Dayton, he was holding out for either the very high-profile Indiana job of the Big Ten or the very high-profile Ohio State job in the Big Ten. And as it turned out, Ohio State unexpectedly came came open soon after he had accepted the Indiana job. Remember, at that point in the coaching carousel last spring, the Hoosiers were getting rid of Tom Crean, right? So that job was absolutely positively open, and a coaching search was underway. At that time, Thad Mata was still expected to continue as the head basketball coach of the Ohio State Buckeyes. So it was one of those, well, what's Archie's dream job, really? He grew up in the Pittsburgh area, still has family and friends there. He was nearby them when he was the head coach of the Dayton Flyers. But Big Ten country is is familiar territory to him. He just didn't think Ohio State was going to be open at that point. Everybody thought Thad Mata was hanging around for another year. I mean, that's one of those, we'll never know the answer. What if they were both open and they both offered him the job? We'll never know the answer. But the Indiana Hoosiers are lucky to have him. I don't think they're off, they're bound for a great season. They've already lost to Indiana State this season. Uh, They're competitive, but it's an uphill battle for sure against Duke tomorrow night, even with that game being in Bloomington. And it would be unfair to Coach Miller to expect a great season right out of the gate. They just don't have the personnel to pull that off.